0: So good. Righty ho Hey guys, how are you? Jamie Milne here at the real Jamie Milne podcast and JMT TV. This one is a cracker. I am honestly privileged and really really stoked and thankful to be sitting here with these. Four wonderful women, uh, amazing women, and they've got a very, very unique uh, and somewhat incredible uh, part of their lives and story to share with you guys. And being October and all the sober October type stuff floating around, I thought it would be appropriate and um, thought-provoking and even nurturing and supportive to talk about the subject of alcohol. Um, All four of these amazing people, and including myself have recently had a bit of a spell or uh, a period of abstinence, so we've had no alcohol at all. Uh, So we're basically, we're gonna keep this really relaxed. We're gonna talk to uh, each of these amazing women. They're gonna introduce themselves, let us know a little bit about them, and of course their journey and experience with alcohol. So without further ado, um, I also just want to honor these four women because this is a very personal subject. And it's one of those things, some people view uh, their relationship with alcohol as like a shadow or a part of their life that they're not that keen to share with people, that um, some people are really embarrassed about some of the things they've done when they're pissed. Uh, I've got a few runs on the board uh, in that department. Yeah, yeah, obviously not these guys. They've done nothing. It's all, it's all my fault and like heaps of other fellas. But anyway, so it's a really, really personal and unique Uh, Topic to each person and so I just want to thank each and every one of you for actually turning up today and being open being vulnerable and just being uniquely you because there'll be somebody that will listen to this that I I fucking have no shadow of doubt will gain some insight um, feel like they're supported feel like somebody else has experienced what they've experienced and hopefully they'll find some healing on the other side of watching this uh or listening to this youtube clip so without further ado i reckon if you introduce yourself just let us know sort of i I suppose the the big (laughs) let's start from that end um and just maybe just who you are a little 60 second overview and uh, essentially how long you've been off the uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay i'm lisa um I've haven't had a drink for nearly 11 months now.
2: Fuck it. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I'm pretty bloody proud of myself to be honest because I never thought that I would get to this because I've tried a few times. Um I've never been great with drinking. So drinking was never really my thing, but until it started really destroying my life and my family and i was at it i couldn't get through it It i had to just make some serious changes so um i had to do it and i I haven't looked back since i'm so proud of myself
0: yes yes (laughs) yes so good so good
2: i'm Heidi um i originally stopped drinking uh, it was the start of October last year um, to do some training for a half marathon. So initially it was just for health and fitness, and it wasn't really, I thought at the time, for any other emotional or mental wellbeing issues. Um, yeah, I then obviously went through that process of, you know, keeping my fitness up and not having issues with training and inflammation. Um, <clears throat> and it wasn't until I found myself in a relationship that, reflected everything that I didn't want in a person, which was, he was a severe alcoholic, he had massive anger issues, um, things became verbally and um, physically abusive, that then <laughs> <laughs> made, made me realise, um, oh crap. <laughs> yeah. There's, always um, one. There's always one. There's <laughs> always <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, Somebody does need this, and that's yeah. the important part. Then made me realise that but I was looking for someone, um, you know, I had to be the person that obviously showed that themselves and I let myself go in ways of being a person that was not having a quality, quality of life and taking time away from my son, um, just to go out and have a good time or a fun time. And um, yeah, losing a lot of so-called friends in the process and then obviously finding who my real friends always oh good well job. done girl that's awesome yeah so good thanks I for
0: know, sharing just I <laughs> no, thanks for being so vulnerable and stuff like
3: Matt. hi hi I'm, I'm Naomi. um i've stopped drinking just over a year ago like yes weeks ago. So is that. Nice. um my life was absolutely chaotic prior to not um, to giving out alcohol I was a lot like your ex-husband, though. I was the aggressive, violent. An ex-husband, was ex-husband. Oh, afraid. ex-partner. <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't. I used that as a cover, um, and that because I felt so weak and so ugh, inside of me that um, I had massive walls up, and and that the only way that I could express myself was through aggression and. Um, behaving horribly and, and that and that was just a protective technique and that there for me. On the inside I was a nice person and um, crying out for, for that to be and whatnot, not. And, um, my last drink was absolutely catastrophic, I was a blackout drinker and um, I was a binge drinker but my binges then become daily. Um, but then I justified, and that, that the good drinks and that were like at music festivals where I'd also do party drugs and and whatnot, and um, um, you know that was all fun and and all that kind of stuff. So that would lead me. I do go to AA. That's how I've become. I've got sober. Um, it is absolutely. I walked into that place an absolute living mess the day before going into there. My solution now was just not to live anymore. I didn't want to live, but I didn't want to die. But I knew I just couldn't live the way that I, I was living, and that anymore my insides were dying—not um, just physically, but emotionally and spiritually. No this last year. Not only do I not want to die now, I, I wake up every morning except this morning because I was really tired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have a bounce. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bounce in my step, and the you know the world is just so much different. I can I can see color, and I can feel, and that now so. There's absolutely no turning back for me. Oh, oh. oh. that's so beautiful, that's so unreal. Um,
4: Unreal. My name's Amanda. I am um, 23 weeks sober now, so never, ever thought I would get there. I don't, think, I that? There. I don't think I've ever gotten there before, even through pregnancies. So um, that's a really big step for me. Um, it was my crux, it was my everything. It's, I turned to it when I was happy, when I was sad, when I wanted to escape. Um, but I'd still train, and I'd still do all this stuff, so I thought it was all okay. I thought, well, I'm still getting up in the morning, I'm still doing what I need to do, I'm still going to work, I'm still looking after the kids. But I wasn't. I, was, I might have been doing that, but I wasn't looking after myself. I was killing myself on the inside. I, um, for the last three years of my 20-year relationship with my ex-husband, I used it to escape badly. Um, but I didn't realise at the time, I just thought that I was, I don't know, making it better, making it happy, but it was actually just making it worse. So, And then afterwards hit it even harder, um, but I found that it's not the answer, it's not what I need to get through life, and through people, like people around me here, I've managed to escape it, um, found possibly another addiction in its place which is exercise but it's a healthy one so but i'll work on that and it won't be my go-to and be all forever but um yeah just really thankful of the people that have gotten me there jamie's one of them and you guys are there as well Oh. Thank you oh. Feels like we should be hugging this <laughs> out <laughs> Works well
0: for me yeah. Anyway, uh, that was amazing Thank you, and a little bit about myself Most people that know me Or know me from a long time ago Know that I am 100% uh, An alcoholic, I'm what you would call A binge drinking alcoholic So I can white knuckle it for a really long time Without, um, just through Sheer willpower and stuff like that And then, But when I do I uh, do Start drinking, it's I wouldn't come up for a breath of air after days and days and days, and that got progressively worse. Uh, in the military, I, it worked really well for me being in the Navy. I slotted straight in just perfectly to the binge drinking culture. It used to be violent when I was younger, um, and then that started to whittle away, and um, which was interesting. Um, but certainly, and I, I too have been without alcohol now for. Oh, it would be coming up to 13 months. But uh, similar to Naomi, I, I've used AA um, and I'm still an active member of uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Um, and being in the AA framework over my whole life, my, the Navy shoved me in there when I was 19 because they had identified that I was problematic and, um, and, uh, but when you're young you don't get the hints so that's a little bit about myself my drinking was always celebration and disaster so if i had done really well in an event if i was boxing doing crossfit going running that was that was basically a trigger and then alternatively at the other end of the spectrum when something had happened or i'd been triggered or i'd been hurt or i was angry sad agitated lonely all these um negative emotions that was enough to spark a thing but i once i had the first drink that was it floodgates were open and i wouldn't come up for a breath of air it's never one yeah, yeah never one never one <laughs> they say in um in alcoholics anonymous some of the framework there and the people that are listening basically one of the first questions that are asked and and i and i think they're really relevant is one when you when you start to drink can you stop so some people, they reflect and they think, can I stop? Or you know, do you, do you only stop when, there's, when everything's gone or you've been arrested or you passed out or you can't get to it anymore? And the second question that they ask is, do you have a mental obsession? And a mental obsession, to me, uh, yeah, a mental obsession, the way I perceive that is that, and here's just a quick overview before we go back to the girls, ladies. The <laughs> ladies. So Orson- Until <laughs> we go back to Orson- okay. Aussie 80s. <laughs> oh uh, so they say the mental obsession is like say oh, say I am say I'm a plumber, right? I'm, or I'm a tradie and, and I'm finishing work and I know it's getting about two o'clock, three o'clock, and that driver to the end of the day is like, oh like as soon as I get home, in fact on the way home. I'm going to swing by Uncle Dan's <laughs> and, pick up, and pick up a, you know, I'll get myself a couple of beers, but I'll tell you I'll get a gin and tonic roadie or a bourbon and coke roadie, yeah. and i get home and just oh, chill out. I'm crying. just going to chill out. It's been a hard day. Yeah. And all you're thinking about and all that's exciting you and motivating you and driving you is the fact that you're going to have a drink when you get home. Yeah. So yeah. that's a mental obsession of alcohol. So if you tick one of those boxes,
4: yeah. what is that? It's
3: my, my alarm. alarm. Sorry. <laughs> we want you long to your yeah,
0: Can you turn off the alarm? It's mine. Can you turn that off?
4: Someone's the alarm? alarm.
0: Thanks, boys. Uh So the that's how casual we are. <laughs> <laughs> There's kids this everywhere. Is real. Yeah, <laughs> this is the real, real, real stuff. Line. Real life. <laughs> people will understand.
1: Um,
0: so that if you answer yes to one of those questions, that's usually a red flag. If you answer yes to two of those questions. Then, that, then there's probably time for a little bit of reflection. So on that note, Lisa, we'll start with you. We'll keep this really short and sweet. We're mindful that you guys are all busy too. Uh, we're busy as well. It's the weekend, but we, I think it's really cool to cover this subject. So briefly, like an elevator type speech, what what was the what was the turning point? What was the, the point, the catalyst? And this is obviously very personal, so I'm very mindful. Don't, don't feel like you've got to rip all the skeletons out of the closet but if there's one that you think that it can help somebody else that'd be amazing what what was the catalyst to giving the booze away what happened
1: uh i think for me um i was i turned really nasty and i'm not a nasty person i was like it was eating my soul away and the people that loved me the most in my life my husband tony I treated him like a terribly. Um, The people I took for granted, my kids were always there to support me. Um, And I just think seeing them go through the hurt and me just really, I felt like I was a bit of a child really, just stamping my feet because I wasn't getting my own way. Um, When really I had to look within and see how grateful I was. Like yeah, I might not have enjoyed the place where we were all in at the moment or the, the work that we do. But I had to adapt and I had to do it for other people and also for myself because it was just eating me up. I couldn't sleep at night. I, I too was getting inflamed and uncomfortable and you know, I loved my training and I just couldn't do it all anymore. I was exhausted, I was tired. You know, I was on the floor in tears most of the time and then it'd be a roller coaster. you'd drink and then you'd go and eat rubbish and you'd just feel like more disgusting. And I just thought, this has just got to stop. This is who I am. I just And I was tired of being mean. I was just tired of it. It takes more energy to be mean than to be happy and nice. And I wanted to give back. My kids, my everything. And you know, we've worked hard in our business, and I didn't want to see it all go away. And you know, and I love everybody. And I was just destroying it. Oh. So, you know, everyone, I think, you know, we all need a connection. And everybody, we are all only human. And at certain times in our life, we will turn to things. You know, you mm-hmm. might turn to food, you might turn to a bit of exercise, like you yeah. said. We are only human. But it's I think seeing and being able to measure that and understand that that's what you're doing and then feel the feelings and emotion that go with that, I think that's the important thing. You're not numbing yourself and just trying to avoid stuff. Mm-hmm. So...
0: Oh, you're beautiful soul, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Thanks for giving us those insights. It's so amazing. So amazing. Oh, yeah, this I think
2: as, as you said, Lisa, um, you do you just lose yourself in this whole process of like who who you are and, and where you are and what you're doing and and as I said earlier, yeah, that um, obviously the, the, the turning point was being in a relationship that was just so toxic and dysfunctional and seeing all these red flags with this person wondering why things weren't working the alcohol is just masking things and making things more volatile and, and just more just just more horrid and then also coming back and saying you know I was giving up my quality time with my beautiful boy to go and be with this toxic person and to associate with other toxic people because none of them gave a shit you know like if they were true friends they would have been less you know saying things or, or or giving me a bit of grief for what I was doing and, and yeah, so it's um, it's amazing how you can kind of get into that spiral so quickly, and yet I never thought I'd be in a relationship that was like, like that. I would always be the one going, as if you would, you know, not just walk away from that, as if you couldn't just... How, how would you get into that? So, And it was interesting hearing your side, mm-hmm. because it sounds exactly like, you know, that flip side, that other mm-hmm. person. But I get it, because obviously he has a lot of, uh, of hurt and pain and issues too that he had to deal with and is probably still dealing with. So, yeah, the, the health and fitness thing, you know, as I said, that started it, but, but that ended up becoming um, like a, an escape as well. That, uh, as you said, was another addiction to replace it. Not so much an addiction, but more so I found the enjoyment in simple things in life and gave myself the time and the love that I needed to do that then I could be the best person and the best mama for my little boy. <laughs> oh. awesome. Thank you.
0: You got, that one. you got and you got through well. I, got through I feel like you yeah, mind's yeah.
4: dodging bullets. Yeah. So oh, it's like, I'm gonna share a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not too much.
3: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: I'm fucking hopeless. I don't put any <laughs> tissues on yeah, the yeah. table. All we've got yeah. yeah. is flyers right. Flyers into Plastic. business cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just use these yeah. business cards to wipe your tears.
3: <laughs> <Noms>. Um <clears throat> so there catalyst for me when it was totally over, Um, I have two sons, one's um, 21 and the other's 18. And my 18 year old is a lot softer and um, really, really gentle. And um, I was going to a very reputable school and um, he was on a music scholarship for um, playing music. And um, I was training up to um, Steadford's and stuff having had um, six packs of, rum and that to go there because um being in this amazing school and all this sort of stuff it was me that i didn't feel like i was like them and 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 in reality i didn't want to be like them anyway and that like i you know i'm different and i I embrace that but i'm putting into these situations and so forth and um i could see him when he was looking at me and that that over time he was pulling away from me a lot like in the way that Mm -hmm. Um, He was, that last drink he had friends over, and I just had a um, a major surgery, and so I was doctor hopping to get um, Oxys as well, and so I was pill popping and um, I drank an obscene amount of alcohol that really should have killed somebody and put them into hospital. And I come out of a blackout, I started drinking this around lunchtime um, on the Saturday, and then I come out of a blackout in the morning of a Sunday because I'm continuously drunk. And I accused him of knocking furniture over and all this sort of stuff. And what it turned out was that it was me that had done it and I'd caught this chaos in front of his friends. And yeah. um, he looked at me as though um, he couldn't stand the sight of me and <clears throat> nobody felt safe around me and that so that was the um that was it um i knew i was going to lose him forever if i didn't do something and in regards to what you said about that your partner i can relate to that because in my drinking and drugging and and that you know in my what fucked up head was I needed you to be miserable? To, mm-hmm. I measured my yes. success against your yes. misery. Yes. So if I could beat you down yep. into yes. submission yes. and to really <laughs> fuck with your head and control you, oh. it made me <laughs> feel better about myself. <laughs> 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 but it did because I felt Absolutely. like shit about me, yep. and that you know. But I felt better if you felt worse, and yeah. that you know. And yeah. By me being in AA and by me going through all of this stuff and really seeing my controlling ways and I knew that back then as well because obviously I had to control you so that I didn't look or feel like shit and I monitored and controlled who I was around and I wore the mask and the costume around other people and what I'm learning, and that now, and and you know, they say that you you attract what you put out, and fucking uh, age. Yeah. <laughs> around me. Now I sit yeah. here with these most yeah. amazing people.
0: Well played. <laughs> you're so nice amazing. It's
3: I, you I, four. But I, I, too, I am the, the relationships that I have in my yeah. life, and that now are portrayed by what i'm putting out and and all that kind of stuff you know so yeah that's my story (laughs) love your honesty
0: (laughs) notes that is just exactly you know what we need to hear everybody needs to hear beautiful
4: mate. nanda (laughs) when you say about the attracting the people and who's around you one of the things i worried about when i did give up was well, is anyone going to find me fun anymore? Am I going yeah, to right enjoy being around me. anyone? Are they going to enjoy my company? But I didn't realise that in that last two years before I gave up, I'd actually already inserted myself into a group of non-drinkers. Oh, I just right. never realised they weren't drinking. Because yeah. I said, oh, you yeah. know, I feel like we're not going to be able to do anything anymore. And they'd be like, do you realise you were actually only the ever one drinking? Oh, okay, well, that'll be easy. Yeah. So I got myself into a right spot. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah, I'm like, you always had a that cup. Yeah, it was coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a rum, that was coffee. Are <laughs> you <laughs> <I'm> fucking sure? Espresso, a fucking. So I started to set myself up, I think, subconsciously before mm. I was ready. I'd always joked about being the alcoholic in the group. Everyone had always joked about it with me. I didn't realise how much it overtook my life and how much it was my all. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone asked me, Was I dependent? And I said, No, because I control it. I pour the drink. Um, But then they said, Okay, well, when you get home with the kids, do you do stuff with them first, unpack the car, or do you pour a drink? And I'm like, Oh. I don't oh, want to right. talk it, oh. I, I don't remember actually, I'm just going to go over here, Yeah. So, but I did, I poured the drink first okay. and it wouldn't be until I'd had a few sips that I could deal with whatever was coming on yeah. and I did the same, I drank yeah. to feel like I could fit in um, but it just got steadily more over the last five years more trying to escape, to get away from a mentally abusive relationship who constantly tore me down and told me I was worthless um, so I drank more to feel better um, but it, it started to take over more. I started to actually have to rely on other people to get me around. I couldn't function anymore. And as much as I'd always been this functioning alcoholic, um, I got to the point where I actually couldn't make it to work anymore. And I have my own business. So it's, it's I'm not just letting other people down, I'm letting myself down, my family down, and all of my clients, not just one boss. So I knew it was time to do something. I thought that I could pull back a little bit but I know I can't so we went for the whole hog and um, and I forgot to say before I do go to AA as well it has been really good it's not my be-all and end-all but it's definitely been an awesome step to bring me over that line and get me in the right frame of mind oh (laughs)
0: thank you man thank you Um, cool so the next question just Nice and briefly, if we can. Because <laughs> we, we, we've, got, we've got about... that was, Yeah, that was really short, actually. i trying to go brief. Yeah, you, you guys are doing really well. You're doing really well. So we've got about five to six minutes left. I think one of the interesting things is, and I know Simon Sinek is famous as TED Talk and his book is, you know, Start With Why. I think that's really relevant, especially in this particular um, topic. I think... So a couple of brief things. How... How do you stay off it? So because that's what people will be asking. Like it's all well and good mm-hmm. as we sit here with a few months on under our belt, going, "Okay, we've got through maybe perhaps the thick of it." How did how did each how did each of you do it? And and why do you stay off it? Why is there not that that convince you don't give into that convincing little voice inside our mind that it's like I've had a really fucking shit day, I'm really stressed, insert any justification whatsoever for alcohol. Mm-hmm. Why, why do you not pick it up again? And how how have you remained sober? So just a brief summary, a paragraph, an overview. I know that's hard, but we'll just, let's do our best.
1: Um, I think for starters, you've got to really... You've actually really got to want to because I think I tried so many times and I don't think I actually really wanted to and I wasn't ready to. So um, I think... But I really wanted to um, get off it. I actually read that book, The the, um, Easiest Way to Stop Drinking for Women, and that actually changed my life. So that helped me. I'd walk along the beach every morning and listen to this audible, and I never touched a drink again. Could you, sorry, Lisa,
0: could you share that with me after this, a link? And I'll put it, we have show notes in this... Particular podcast, which will be yeah. uh, Russell Brand's book Recovery. There's yeah, an well, Netflix Alan right. Alan yeah, cool.
1: So but yeah, well, um, yeah. So that that's sort of what triggered it for me. Um, I think staying off it. Oh, I don't know. Like it, yeah, you know, it was tough to start off with, but I, I, I don't. I just think I don't miss the hangovers. Mm-hmm. I don't miss Ooh. that feeling. <clears throat> I'm feeling like shit. I really don't like I feel alive now I don't why would you want to feel like that so that is my why is why I don't do it anymore because I want to feel alive and I, I want to have clear eyes when I look at my kids and they or I want to be able to give them my attention when they ask me for something rather than just you know I'll do it yourself or ignoring them like you know I want to feel full I don't you know it didn't fill me up it brought me down Well you know I was lying on the floor half the time in a, in a mess whereas now I can get up and I see everything around me now, and I love it. I love it. I take it all in. Why would you want to take that away?
0: Oh, <laughs> ladies, That's, we, that's, that that's <laughs> where you need a mic.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, ladies, everybody. Yeah. That's, <laughs> my fucking, that's my 20 cents. I'm out. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant. Yeah. Why would you want to fucking lie on the ground? And do, oh, yeah. ladies yeah. And You've, got a You've got
2: choice. You've got you know That's all we choice. want.
0: We just want more choices. It's a yeah, fucking yeah. beautiful. It makes
2: everything clear, doesn't it? Absolutely. Mrs Fisher
0: for gold. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck, everybody.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. so nice all drink. of that plus, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What to and uh, yeah, that's about it. It's kind of like clean eating. You take away all the shit food, and the, the cleaner you are, the healthier everything dysfunctions. And I think just taking away that that the alcohol just made me it clarifies so obviously to me. Who was important, what was important, and then, like, what am I doing, and, and where's that you know, where am I spending my time because we all don't know how long we're going to be here for. You know, yeah. I think I like to kind of always put things into quotes, and I think it was like this quote I saw just the other day is the goal isn't to be sober, the goal is to love yourself so much that you don't need to drink. Mm-hmm. Ladies, Here we
1: go.
0: Ivy I somehow gets gold as well. <laughs> no, he's like, He'll through. Remember, yeah. gnomes, remember gnomes. Remember is the aggressive
3: one. Yeah. Gnomes, yeah. gnomes, yeah. gnomes a brief a brief yeah. why and a brief <laughs> how. Um, how for me has definitely been AA. Um, I do a multitude of meetings a week. I work my shifts revolve around my AA meetings. Um, so I've I've done the steps. I have a sponsor. Um, the steps have been incredibly eye-opening, and that for me on who I am, and that and why don't I drink anymore? That voice in my head um, is going more and more and more and more. But even the the fact and the thought of me having a drink, I remember those eyes. I remember Jai looking at me like I was nothing, and um, I that, that that keeps me and that going but the the thing is I every single night I thank my higher power every single night without fail since day one for keeping me sober for that day and every single morning the second I open my eyes I am grateful that I am not hungover and that that I can come here and keeping a healthy body and that is just as important. Oh Oh, ladies and gentlemen, this is your pretend
0: microphone. (laughs) (laughs) And we love having you. Yeah. I love we being here. absolutely love you. You're just such an integral part of our yeah. little fucking happy family that bounces around and fun. Oh, I love people. this here. Yeah. Yeah. So, something yeah. just really 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 quickly that I just to give you some insight into what Gnomes was talking about. So, Alcoholics Anonymous and, and many other fellowships like it, whether it's um uh, food, uh, sex, drugs, narcotics anonymous. Mm-hmm. That's well <laughs> another podcast. So we'll roll straight into the next podcast. Now tell me about... Uh, so with, with, with AA, they have a 12-step program, a program to recovery. A really good way, a really good way to get some insights into the recovery program is Russell Brand's book, Recovery. recovery. So AA, I think it was 1935, uh, AA was founded, created the structure, things like that. And Russell Brand... Gives insight in a sort of 2020 version of what the 12 steps actually mean, because a lot of people don't um, don't invest in their recovery process because the whole God thing freaks them the fuck out, and not everybody's comfortable um, stepping into religion, whereas AA, as Gnomes was saying, she alluded to her higher power. It's whatever the fuck you want it to be. If it's Jesus, if it's a cabbage patch, if it's the (laughs) elephant (laughs) with eight (laughs) arms, it doesn't matter. If it's yourself, if you see God in yourself, then that is your higher power. So if anybody's out there and they're freaking out about the whole fucking God thing, mate, have a chat to yourself because it's, it's not, it's not, about god that we understand and our generation is going to church and things like that it is god in whichever way you understand that can help towards your recovery so i just wanted to add that Mm -hmm. part there
4: Mm -hmm. manda um aa was a really good way of going somewhere for me um as to how i managed to do it in the first place to see that um that there, not that there wasn't something wrong with me, but that there was other people that had this issue as well. Mm-hmm. And to hear everybody else say it and be just be like, wow, okay, so there are other people that feel this way and I can do it. If they're doing it, I can do it. Um, I substituted, as I said before, the exercise. I probably do that a little bit too much. I need to find something that I can still do on a rainy, stormy day or when I've got to work. Um, but I have really thrown myself into that and um, My why is because I've realized after all this time that I can do it, that I can survive all this shit that the world throws at me without the alcohol. I never thought I could. I thought it was the only thing that saved me, that made me sane, but it just made me not feel it and it just made it get so much worse. And now I've realized the same shit happens, probably even worse than it did before, but I'm dealing with it better because I'm seeing it through sober brain yeah. and sober eyes and sober able heart. to grasp it yeah. yeah and sober heart that's right it's not I'm not um yeah I'm not as as spiteful as I was before mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. spitefulness probably still a little bit that's <laughs> <laughs> I'll still fuck people. Yeah, yeah. I'll still, <laughs> I'll still definitely <laughs> take some people but um <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not sorry. Not <laughs>
0: I'll choke you, but I'll be really fucking nice you. about I'll it. Oh, it's the Thank you for the
3: <laughs>
0: You were tired anyway.
4: So helpful, Yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> so nice of you, man. Sh-
3: yeah, that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's incredible. So, a little, little bit about my how uh, how and my why. Very similar to Gnomes uh, and Men. I've used the AA. Uh, fellowship as well and continue to do so, yes it's not my be all and end all um, but it is certainly an integral part of my sobriety and being being sober uh, I had figured out I, I I was certain I was made of Teflon the amount of times I fucking bounced back is horrendous but in the process of all these rock bottoms and bouncing back I left a fucking plethora of carnage and I have heard some very beautiful people go back mind. And over that was no time limit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh dear. Uh-oh. Reset. So we yeah. so just yeah. had somebody call me, come on, iPhone, you need to come up with a yeah. better way of doing that. Anyway, so yeah. I, I have I have <laughs> lost a lot of things that I that I was I was really wanting to achieve and, and things that I wanted to do i was you know um, about to become a police officer when i left the navy but i couldn't keep my hands in my pockets and got drunk and started punching on you know it didn't get me booted out of the navy but i was on my last warning and was just renowned as a just a drunken pest and pest is not a word i use lightly i was a fucking (laughs) pest so nearly lost my naval career um, boxing career my coach kevin barry senior rest in peace used to say to me all the time if you could just fucking stop drinking you, who knows mm. what you could be um he used to say to me you're going to get that you're going to get that um title for me you're going to get it like and and i never did you know things like that so but you can we can all insert mm. a thousand mm. different rock bottoms and like yeah. gnomes the last one was having both uh, both of my sons witness you know, my older son's seeing the train wreck. He grew up watching it, you know, and, and my youngest son, that was, the, that was the turning point, you know, his eyes and it, him seeing the carnage and then waking up in the middle of a busy Sunshine Coast Road at 7pm because I'd nearly been hit by a car and with a guy that I'll never know to this day. I'll never forget, I'm just a large white fella. That's all I can remember, mm-hmm. picking me up going, that fucking car just missed you man, oh my God. Is that your phone, is that your wallet? So it somehow spun out, dropped all my shit and all these bystanders just watched as this strange man picked me up and basically walked me and carried me. So I had no recollection other than that, you just, you just missed that car. Um, and so I nearly lost my life and he walked me to my apartment Open the door and put me in somehow, some way. We made mm-hmm. my way there, and I woke up in a f- on the uh, tile floor in the kitchen in my own piss and vomit pretty much. I'm pretty sure it was vomit, I'm hoping it was vomit. Um, <laughs> and that still wasn't enough like that morning into the gin to try and take the edge off. So, but again, that memory of uh, my children having to see that fucking train wreck is enough so that's that's a little bit about myself the hypocrisy is a big one too when you're in the fitness industry it's not a good look um so that doesn't sit pretty when you're telling everybody to do push-ups eat chicken and eat fucking broccoli and then once every quarter once every three months you don't come up for a breath of air because there's a bottle of gin in your hand um so that's that's about me i and again I, i just i can't thank you guys enough the level of courage and vulnerability Integrity, unconditional love for people that need this in, at the moment is fucking phenomenal. And you've taken time out of your weekend to be here and just share something that's really personal. And I reckon you guys took it next level. And I think that is the beauty of what we did. And that there'll be people out there that will hear this that, you know, don't feel comfortable with AA. They, they can't read, they don't want to read a book, mm-hmm. but they might get some oh, kind of insight and courage because it mm-hmm. takes a fucking big leap of courage
3: mm-hmm.
0: to to take this step. In the show notes today, like in the bottom and uh, the comments, I'm going to pop a whole heap of links. So there'll be Al- Alcoholics Anonymous. And on that note, AA doesn't work for everybody. So for some people, it's a bit too much fucking hand holding and campfire songs. And God. And that doesn't work for some people. That works for me. Love it. Love it all day long. There's a rawness to AA that can help people change. Mm -hmm. There is another fellowship out there that is not AA related. I'm going to pop that in the link as well. Lisa's going to share her book. Recovery by Russell Brand is a fucking amazing uh, book as well. I have a friend Elaine who is an Irish lady who's her her message and her business is to help other females to become sober. I'm going to put uh, Elaine's the Naked
3: Mind is really good to Naked yeah. Mind. If you can
0: share that with us, yeah. and also there was something else. There's a documentary on Netflix, The Truth About Alcohol. It's less than an hour. Uh, not dissimilar to this podcast, <laughs> uh, and the, tr- the truth about <laughs> alcohol, which is really interesting. You actually get some solid facts. So that's all going to be in there. I thank you all for listening. If you're listening on the audio on the YouTube clip, fucking big respect to you and more importantly to you ladies. Thank you very, very much. You guys are just so fucking wonderful. Yeah. Yeah,
2: thanks for love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> love you. <ya. laughs> Times four.
0: <laughs> thank you. Any Any final things to say? Anybody?
2: always no, here if just, someone wants to chat or talk
1: to anybody too yeah. like you know just be honest be honest yeah. with yourself and be honest with
3: the people around you mm-hmm. yeah. and, and I don't think be the, most, the most important thing is just be sober for today yeah. And don't worry about yeah. being yeah, sober for the right. rest of your life. Yeah, just get yeah, through just today. Just get through today. And, and days later. You're not
4: alone. It's a massive first step, like you said. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do it alone. You mm-hmm. might only need one person. You might need a whole tribe of people.
0: You got five people here. But yeah,
4: yeah. And right. by sharing you can do it. And yeah. by
3: sharing your truth. And I, I had no idea that you yeah. ladies were going through this Only these two were, no, but yeah. by sharing your truth you have <laughs> you
4: have Yeah,
3: no, <laughs>
4: no, <laughs> no <laughs> that yeah, that, that, yeah actually that little one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: You gotta watch this. <laughs> All right, ladies, thank you very much for listening team. Go well, have a healthy October and definitely that Chrissy Perry would be healthy, happy, mm. safe. Yeah. Love yous. Thank well, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you.